This is exactly right. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, honey. And June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens. And don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the Detective Club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out. You never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. You guys, this has been so much fun, and I so appreciate everyone that has sent me messages about this show. Please tell your friends. I have been loving doing this, and I have been hearing some bone-chilling tales ever since we started this. I am having a hard time sleeping. Can you tell? You guys are really, really scaring me. What did I sign up for? I asked you to send me ghost stories. And I want you to continue to send me ghost stories. And here's one way that you can do that. Please give me a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and write your ghost story in the review. And I just may read it on the air. Here we go. I've been ghosted too. This week's tale comes from a listener named Vanderpool K., And she titled this review, New Orleans Ghost, or New Orleans. I'm so excited for this podcast. I'm a ghost story freak. Ooh, me too. I'm excited that you're excited. But I have a pretty crazy story of my own. My husband and I go to New Orleans quite often, and this happened December 2007. Woke up in our hotel to the feeling of the bed sheet being pulled up over my bare shoulder very gently. <laughs> Thought, of course, it was my husband. Oh, that would have been sweet. I opened my eyes to see him curled up, facing away with his back to me. Oh, no. I could see because the glow from the alarm clock was quite bright. 
The next night, I woke up about the same time to see this little girl, about seven or eight years old, in an old-fashioned nightgown, standing next to the bed. Okay, why are old-fashioned nightgowns so... Like, do you think that whenever, whatever designer was designing nightgowns in 1876 was like, ooh, honey, put this one on. Oh, let's put some ruffles all the way up to the neck. Oh, and in 250 years, that is going to give people nightmares. Yes, mama. Let's give those big, white, fluffy sleeves. Oh, yes, honey. Make it look like you're about to be possessed by some creatures. Honey, that is fashion in 1875. She was kind of see-through and had a blue glow behind her. I sat up on one elbow to get a better look and she just fizzled out. She's like, I did what I needed. Your shoulder looked cold. I got you warm. She's like, I got you, girl, but I am not here to be stared at. I wasn't scared. I felt sad for her. And I knew it was her that pulled the sheet over my shoulder. I'll never forget her, says Vanderpool K. Oh, that's kind of a sweet story, but also quite terrifying and perfect. Oh, I love a story like that. So again, please send me your stories by giving me a review. And on with the show. Marilyn! Hey. Rise Cub. Am I saying it right? Yes. Rise Cub. Thank you so much for coming out here. Thanks for having me. So you think we just keep missing each other out in the world? This yeah. Is, this is our first Well, you do so much stand-up. I know. And I'm, I've am i been in and out of the stand-up scene, and I do a lot. I mean, I've done a lot of stand-up for, like, drag shows, and then I have my show at the Improv, and, and now I'm trying to get more into the comedy clubs and stuff, so hopefully we'll cross paths more. But I feel like we're always... Like, you'll be in the one room and I'll be in the other at the same club or whatever, and then I never meet you. You know what? The universe just needs us in two different places, but nearby each other all the time. That's where we're needed. I was just on the phone with my friend who calls herself the Abundance Whisperer. What does that mean? And she is one of my—I actually talked about her on Conan years ago. She's a friend of mine, but the fact that she does what she does, it's a little bit ghosty in nature, not really, but— um. She talks to her angels. She will go into your space. It's a little bit like the art, Japanese art of tidying up, but she'll go in your space and she'll feel the energy. And she said that ever since she was little, she feels people's spaces and she'll tell you where you're blocked because of your stuff. So and is it like a feng stuff. shui kind of a thing? Yeah, ish. But I mean, she doesn't. Yeah, she doesn't know anything really about feng shui, but it's it's very much like, do you like this? Do you need this? Um, is it serving you? And Do you love this your item? Your friend is Mar- Marie Kondo. Her name is Marie Kondo. Please <laughs> check out her Netflix. I uh, really need to promote her. No, she. I I worked with this woman Christy for years, and she's she's she'll call me and she'll say, "I dreamt about your family," or I I because I've known her for a long time now, and she's like my my dog passed away, and she was around. During that time, I would see her a lot, and we always had like I had two. I have one dog now, one dead. Follow, keep keep up with the story. But she she was like, I dreamt about Ginger last night, and she and I have this shorthand that I don't have with anybody else. Where uh-huh. when I talk to her, I'm like, Oh yeah, your angels. It's like your angels give you messages for me. Okay. And she had this whole dream about Ginger was with these other beautiful dogs and she came for a visitation. And, you know, that whole thing that when you're when you're in pain, you're like, 
okay, she's okay. And, you know, we were just talking about that, like people that are just when they need to hear something and they it makes you feel good. But, you know, is it real? I believe she really dreamt about her and it was probably very lucid and there was something very strong there. But um, yeah, I mean, that's the best thing when it's when you have that relationship with somebody like that, that, you know, you can believe them. Like, yeah, yeah, you just know. Yes. Yeah. I don't question it. But then probably when I step away from it, the other part of my brain comes in and goes like, wait, what? But then, you know, deep inside, I'm like, this feels good. It feels right. So what- I believe you. And I know you knew that dog. Like I we were, we shared the same space a lot. She was at uh-huh. my house and the dog would be on her lap. And like she knows that dog, you know. So is that your overall philosophy with like ghosts and paranormal stuff where you kind of think, well, maybe, or, you know, how do, how do you feel? Um, I mean, I definitely believe in something. I just don't know how specific it is. I'm really interested in this uh, journey you're going on with the podcast because, like, if people have very specific experiences, it's not that I don't believe them, but I tend more towards like places definitely have vibes. You can pick up energies. There's good energies. There's bad energies. Yes. I don't know. I guess I just sort of go with whatever is being presented to me. Like I don't disbelieve people, but sometimes I think there might be embellishment or certain things you see again and again, you know, images of the same types of ghosts. But that's like when it's it gets... always a guy with a musket, you know, it's always, it's always a certain a guy time. With a like and that's something that we always think about is like why is there never a ghost um that's like, you know, a 2004 like you know hollywood socialite ghost with a baby chihuahua in her purse or anything or just i guess maybe there's not boring ghosts like are do ghosts always come from a a a turmoil type of place this is what i'm trying to figure out here i don't know i mean and it also it's it's always like you know is do you get to choose what you're gonna wear when you're a ghost for eternity do you, do you have costume changes I mean, in the people. afterlife? <laughs> or are you always stuck with... Am I going to be in drag or as a boy when I'm in... I mean, clearly I'm in drag right now, but... Because you're listening and that's, what you, you know, that's part of the fun of podcasts. But, yeah, I don't know. I think... Full hair and makeup. How do you, I don't how do you know do if it? I would want to be in full drag. No, I would for eternity. Drag <laughs> is uncomfortable. Like, it would be fierce if you were, like, laying in bed one night and all of a sudden I'm like, get up, bitch. And then I'm like, hey! Be- best ghost ever. Yeah. And also, if you were in drag for eternity, it you might have the option for drag to be comfortable in your, in your afterlife. That's the thing. You, Do you, we you choose that? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's just the, the most glorious incarnation What of would you, you want to wear as a ghost? It's interesting that you bring up the drag thing because I've never thought about, like, what if I was a woman in an evening gown? I spend so much of my life, like, am I a woman? Like, <laughs> am I... Uh, because it is. It's a lot of work, the stages of getting dressed up. but And yeah. it's for me, it's always come with people helping me. Not that I didn't dress up before, but once I had, like, sort of that glam treatment, I was like, uh-huh. oh, I can be this lady. See, you that's, know? that's a fun thing for investigators or speculators is maybe we should all commit to uh, cosplaying in our 
in the afterlife. So like we will be those musket people with the mutton chops. And then they're going to be like, oh, it's, it's people are it's picking an that. early turn of the century ghost. And it's like, ha, nope, I was just cosplaying. <laughs> I like to go to conventions. Like the ghosts are picking to be that guy because it's romantic. Yeah, why uh, not? <laughs> Wait, okay. So you are my first, hopefully of many, guest to be on one of my favorite TV shows of all time. Um, I'm not talking about all the incredible TV shows that you've been in because I love those as well. Larry Sanders is one of my favorites. Um, nice. I'm talking not celebrity, everybody knows that. celebrity ghost stories. Oh. <laughs> celebrity ghost stories is so special because not everybody has seen it. It was. It's a real special, oh, it's special my time. And I hate. It's really bad. Well, Google and you can find ways to see it. Um, it's great. It's out there and it's wonderful and it's something everyone should see. I was so excited. I got asked to do it, and that that's one of those shows. I actually watched it with my son because this was quite a few years ago when it was a few years ago when it was first run. you know, ghost stories, because I remember specifically the house I was living in. I've moved a bunch, and it would have that light bulb on the string that would be going back and forth and like that like the flashing light, just all the like things. And I would watch that with my son, who is now 10. I think he was five at the time. And it was, it's such a delightful show because it's it wasn't too scary for him, but it was scary to be scary for him at that time. Well, and even a lot of the stories, I mean, like yours included, are like sweet stories. Yeah. You know, it's not all creepy. I mean, some of them are very creepy. And I, what I like so much about it is that it's the story element, which is also what I like about this show. Because some of those ghost shows, it's just a lot of like, did you feel that? And it's like, no, I didn't. <laughs> and you're, everything's green. And I, like, it's all that night vision. And... So I like this. Yeah, it's like well the building lit. up to a small. Yes. Oh my gosh, the lighting. Talk about glam. I was yeah. like, what? well, and my favorite thing is the reenactments. How did you feel about your reenactment? Did they nail it? I don't remember my reenactment. What is wrong with me? You got. I'm. I'm your worst guest You're ever. You're a busy I've, lady. I'm a busy lady. You what do what, lots what of were things. my reenactments? Do you remember? Okay. Do you remember your story? I do remember my story. Here's the thing. Okay. We we know each other peripherally. Uh, we've never bonded. We talked over IG, and you said, you know, will you come do this? And I'm like, yes. And you said your celebrity ghost story, and then I wrote you back and was like, my ghost story, just so you know, is pretty embellished. So now I'm like outing this wonderful show that we love and the story. They were very good at crafting the story. Okay. My real ghost story, all that happened was, and this was real. Here's the celebrity ghost story. Okay. This is how I know. So you, uh, you had just moved from same home state, Michigan. No, you, you went from Michigan to San Francisco and then you were coming down to San, from San Francisco to Santa Monica to do a showcase of your one-woman show. Mm-hmm. And Ben Stiller was going to be there. And this is like your first big thing. And uh, you're doing your show and you see this image of a person with glowing eyes in the crowd. And then it throws you off. And then I think you did the second night and you saw the person again. And then you found out it was a family friend that had passed away. Right? Or am I messing up your story? <laughs> well, you know what? 
everything that you've said is totally true. The part, okay. the part that was embellishment is all that happened, not all that happened, because it was very real. That, And that's the thing about embellishing these stories, because the actual moment was very freaky. And it was... I couldn't say anything to anyone because I was coming in and there were the people that ran the theater and it was a short run. So I didn't know them very well. And do you know what I mean? They, it wasn't like I had a friend there. It was just like the stage manager. And they didn't know me to know that I was freaking out. It's a really weird thing to be like, uh, I just saw a ghost to someone that... Because you had never seen a ghost before or no. had anything like that happen, And right? no one else saw it so it was just me just having this moment by myself like what yeah was that's that? when you start to feel like am i crazy like these people are gonna be like what are, who is this person because you're different from me because i'm somebody that always thinks everything's haunted and i every place i go i say hey who's that lady in the third row because i saw her and then they're like what and then i'm like well you guys just so you know i'm right and there's this place is haunted Oh, that's interesting. So yeah. I'm like the silent sufferer. That's just but you like had never had haunted. an experience, you know. So for me, I had had many experiences. So when I do, because like I've, I mean, every theater is haunted, and so I've worked in a lot of theaters, and I'm always just like to the crew person. So who's the ghost? Like, what's tell me the stories? I'm, but that's just me. But so that's interesting. So do you see? Do you think similar to being psychic that you oh kind of always have your radar? out to that or it's just a thing do you know what i mean yeah. and now obviously by doing the show you're it's probably going to be stronger in you yeah well the one thing i always say is that ghosts really like me and they got a little <laughs> that sexual get, get sexual <laughs> i didn't mean i put a little extra <laughs> at the end i didn't mean that worth it worth ghosts it. really like me and um so I'm pretty conscious of that. And I like to believe, I think it's just fun to believe that there's ghosts. Like, okay. you know, I don't, I don't want, I don't, I do believe in like evil and creepy, creepy bad stuff, but I don't try to conjure that into my life. So when I right. go to these old buildings in Los Angeles, I'm always just aware that a lot of energy, whether you want to consider that a ghost or not, has come through this place over the years. And that energy sometimes leaves an imprint. And so I just have, I just have this, I mean, I talk about it a lot on this show, but I think that Ghosts sometimes see people and they go, okay, this person is like paying attention. Like this person mm. knows that like we exist and acknowledges us. So maybe we could like go ah, on their back or something. I don't know. I don't know. And so stuff like happens to, to me often and not all the time, but like sometimes a few times a year, maybe. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, honey. And June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. 
explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens. And don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the Detective Club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out. You never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. I'm having memories as you're talking about it not a lot but like of a couple of different things that have happened to me that I've kind of just have been intense in the moment and then I've forgotten about and and brushed them off like I remember laying in bed and being having like my chest pushed down by like an by a very distinct because sometimes that's how it happens with these energies. It's not like a whole full-blown story or you don't necessarily have a face to match it to, but it's um, it's a real experience. And it's one of those things where you're like, oh, that just physically happened to me. Like something yeah. that was uh, pushing on me or the presence was definitely there that um, I wasn't sleeping and it was physical and it was super scary and then it passed and then years passed and I kind of forgot about it. And then there's another one with this house I lived in that would get, uh, this was in the valley in um, Woodland Hills. I had a roommate at the time. It was a big house. It was like a 6,000 square foot house, but uh, we would be sitting in a particular spot and a cold breeze would come through. It was actually when we were watching the show 24 and I, it, but these were all moments that I never fleshed out the story and held on to it. And I eventually kind of forgot about it. But in that same um, thing of the cold wind, there was a door handle that flew up, flew across the room. You lived in a full-on haunted house. Yeah, and I kind of just put it out of my mind. But that door handle thing was one of those things where I go, nothing happened. I remember hearing something and I saw it over there. When, and you're trying to, like, make logical sense of it. And I'm like, there's no other way because I'm matching the sound with where it's landed. Mm-hmm. And nothing else has been in here. There's no excuse for that. It didn't just fall. It was thrown into that spot. It doesn't make any sense. There's been totally. no one in here doing that. And there was that. And then there was, like, a light in the closet that was on and off. And I totally just, like, put that out of you my mind. You lived in a this. haunted house. Yeah. And I love that house. And I think it's connecting to... I I don't know if... If there's just a practical part of me that's like, I ain't got the time for that, or I'm maybe afraid because I don't want to lean into the creepiness too much. But I think it's interesting how this conversation is. I started out by talking about my friend who completely sort of, I don't want to use the word indulge, that sounds like condescending, but like goes into that, you know, where she's full on talking to her angels. And it's like, I'm totally down with that. I love it. It feels good to me. I just don't personally go through my life like that. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't seem like you just give much thought to it. It's just sort of like, okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe now, from now on, you'll be more, you'll be more conscious of it. 
And I, when maybe somebody because goes I wanted to have back, <laughs> you'll be a regular. Be ready. <laughs> yes. But yes, that glowing eyed lady was very real and very freaky. But that whole idea of like knowing who she was, because on that oh. show, they want you to resolve the story. Yeah, you kind of have And to. I was on the phone with the pre-producer and I'm like, dude, I don't know. Like that really happened. And he's like, well, like, let's come up with something type oh, of a thing. No. So what really happened was I was on stage and I saw her glowing eyes. I remember her hair. I'll never forget it. Sitting like an audience member, but like, that's messed up because right next to her is a regular person. And again, it's you're standing there going, I'm not crazy. I know I'm seeing something. So you, like you saw that the seat was empty and then all of a sudden yes, it wasn't. Correct. And then, and she, then was it empty again? At, by the end of the show, yeah. But it was there like three times during the show. And yes, it happened during that run, I believe, like the next night again. And then it was sort of gone. But it was just, it left this mark. And I think I forget about it because I want to attach some meaning to it. And I don't think necessarily that there is, you know. Was she a good audience member? It felt, um, it didn't feel completely benevolent. It felt sort of like a searing, persistent she wanted me to see her. Mm-hmm. Um, she wasn't a bad audience member. Maybe she was. She's it was a disruptive. Angel of some sort. It was a bit disruptive. Yeah, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it was sort of. It kind of messed me up because I was. Yeah. I couldn't. I was speaking because I was like, I can't stop and say I'm seeing a ghost right now. Like that's not going to help. I know. But I was just saying words. Meanwhile, I was like. What the because I kept looking back and she'd still be there. Oh, my god! And I was, like, kind of wanting her to not be there. So I was like, bitch, like, what are you bitch, doing? why you got that musket at my show? <laughs> why do you got your lamb chop sideburns? Stop. <laughs> she had very frizzy hair. Now that you said lamb chops, I'm picturing Sherry Lewis in the third row. Oh, that's adorable. I love her. She's amazing. Um, what? Yeah, because I I have performed in a lot of the old theaters and comedy clubs and places where I've thought about that because I think about this stuff all the time. What would I be doing if all of a sudden, especially like a play or something that's scripted, and I look out and I see a ghost? I don't know what I would do. Yeah. That's it's, very spooky. I mean, in that kind of goes against my like if I'm like oh it's energies and there's no meaning like seeing a woman there is probably closer that's a very persistent you know what I mean that was an interruption of a show it wasn't like oh you're just hanging out at home and I'm gonna make my presence known it's like no you wanted me to see you yes and you didn't brush past me during rehearsal you know you didn't come after the show you were mm-hmm. like hi with your glowing eyes like that was an interesting a very specific there is an intention behind that you know? was she in the same seat both nights yes <gasps> wow so it you know it does kind of beg a backstory but it's like yeah did you end up um ever talking to anyone at the theater afterward no. i'm trying to remember i may have and then they nothing came of it yeah i may have mentioned it what was the theater called again? The Powerhouse Theater in Santa Monica. It was an, it's an old building. What's there but of now? Of course, I was like lazy and I didn't really, even when the ghost stories came up, I didn't, I think I looked it up at that time trying to get some information and 
What what is it now? Is yeah. That, it, 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 well, I think it started as like a. It was an old um, power plant. I didn't make that connection. The glowing eyes. It was a power oh. plant. So it had an old um, kind of scalloped. You know, it was an it was an older architecturally historical building, and it was made into a theater. I want to know who this lady is. I'm gonna head on over there. I'm gonna do some. I wonder if that building is still there. It was. I remember it was painted pink. It had quite a large lot. I can't imagine it's still standing as it was. I don't remember what street. And did Ben Stiller ever show up? He did. He was there. That was another embellishment for um, ghost stories. He wasn't there to like see me. Like this is her big chance. It was like we. I mean, he was there to see me, and I definitely made an impression on him. So I guess that's true, but it wasn't like, this is my big shot. It, we had friends in common, and uh, he he liked me, was a fan of mine, and came and saw the show. And that was, that, it was definitely a moment where I was like, oh, I've made it. I'm so cool. Like, people know who I am. Well, clearly you had a lot on your mind, to, so you weren't necessarily thinking about the ghost probably as well. Like once right. the show was over, I'm sure lots of things were going on. Yeah, and, you know, there is a part of me that takes it as face value in the sense that, like, what am I really supposed to know from that other than to have the experience? I mean, mm-hmm. you must be having you, – you've been having this conversation where – and you said it a couple of minutes ago, where the the presence is known and the energies are around us. You know, is it is it more than that? I don't know. Yeah, I would I would guess that there probably was an intention why she was sitting in that seat two nights in a row. And like you said, she didn't show up to you during the rehearsal or anything. But maybe not. Maybe she was also a fan. Maybe <laughs> she she's like Ben Stiller said she's good, so I'm gonna check it out. <laughs> EVPs or EVPs. Okay, let's listen to some ghost voices. Have you ever heard the term EVP? Mm-mm. Okay, EVP is electronic voice phenomena. It's very popular with ghost hunters. It's how they capture voices. Mm-hmm, and if mm-hmm. you ever watch a ghost hunting TV show, you'll see what I'm sure, talking about. I, yes. And there's always... The ghost hunter usually takes it into their own hands what they believe that the ghost is saying. And sometimes it's an EVP and sometimes it's an EVP. <laughs> so we're going to play EVP or EVP, And I want you to guess what this ghost is saying. So this was, I found this on YouTube, a very nice man named Todd had posted this. I assume he's nice. He seems nice. He recorded this in his cellar in Kennebunk, Maine. <laughs> She's cracking up. It Wait. sounded very 80s to me. It's a, yeah, like, it's a little new like it wave. Should be in a, um, won't you take me to Monkey Town? Yeah, it should be in Here a song. Here in my car. Um, let's... I need to hear it like three more times. Yeah, that's okay. I kind of love it. Wait, okay, before you play it again, though, is has he turned it up or amplified certain, manipulated it? We don't know. 
Or did the, it might did be the, a robot ghost. The, Ghosts can come in many forms. Is it a robot ghost? You this never is know. a whole other. Okay, let's try it. Uh, play it again, please. I know that people are probably sick of it, but I still love it. No, it's okay. Because I, miss, I, I miss, want people at home to guess, and I'll give okay. you options for okay. what you can guess it says. Is your mommy home? Hope, hope your yes. mommy is home. Oh, I can hear the, is your mommy home? Yeah. Okay. Is your mommy holding? I'll give you four. <laughs> holding. Is your mommy holding? <laughs> okay, I'll give you four options. Uh, one of them is the right one. Is, wait. Is it, honey, I'm cute. Is it, I'm youthful. Is it, on YouTube. Ooh. Or D... Getting crunk and kind of bunk. I'm a ghost. I'm a dweller in this motherfucking cellar, bitch. <laughs> it's one of those. I got creeped out when you were when you were saying that I'm youthful. <laughs> I think that's why I don't want to believe in ghosts because they're most I you you can tell me different. Aren't they mostly disturbed? He's not. Tr- this ghost is not trying to go to Funky Town. This robot ghost. Something's. <laughs> well, he's something's already in Funky Town. It's in the cellar in Kennebunk, honey. It's Kennebunky Town, Mama. <laughs> no, Kennebunk. it's actually. It's actually. <laughs> B, I'm youthful. <gasps> I don't hear that. I hear mine more. Maybe now. I messed. It. Maybe that's not. I Wait, let's swear listen again and think I. I okay. Is your mommy youthful? <laughs> I can't get rid of the. Is it's your possible mommy. that maybe I chose the wrong one, and that's not. <laughs> what, maybe I hope not. I'll look back later. But either way, okay. Here's the second one. The same guy recorded this in his cellar, and he said, um, I, I, he he starts it by saying to himself, "Todd, what are you gonna do?" And then he gets a response. Todd, what are you gonna do? It's kind of, it's very um, Jason Voorhees, like that, or whatever, but listen here. It's like a whisper. Yeah. I don't, these are. See, I heard crunk in that one. Get get crunk. (laughs) Is it A, let you not go. B, let's get tucked. <laughs> See, I want nachos. Yes, maybe I just want nachos. Or D with avocado. <laughs> He's in the mood for Mexican. Maine's not known for its Mexican food, but you know what? Maybe in the afterlife. Ooh. Well, it's clearly none of the Mexican food options. It's let you not go. Ugh. I don't like this. I'm going to start crying. <laughs> yeah, it's scary. And this is why I don't really pay attention to ghosts. Well, welcome to Spooky Town. Because it takes you out of your regular life and it takes you into like... It makes you think about things, huh? Yeah, but that's creepy. You're opening yourself up to it. I think it's... I think it's just curiosity. I think a lot of people like me that are so into this stuff, 
It's just curiosity and knowing it's fun to question things. It's fun to have answers or what feel like answers. To me, it's not like a life or death thing. It's just fun. Right. It's just fun to think like maybe maybe there are energies that aren't even human sometimes or maybe there's energies that they just love going to this place so they love this theater so much that they don't want to leave maybe i'm taking too much of a victim position because i'm like like i feel threatened by them or something i go there you you're not you're you're saying you're scared but but it's sort of enjoyable well i do think that there are a lot of spirits that are tortured or unfinished business or they're they're not able to cross over and it's a sad sort of a situation and yes that is the thing but you also you also have to remember that we are energies and souls having a human experience Mm -hmm. right now so when the human experience is over we still have feelings and we still uh sometimes want nachos so you know you never know what the uh what what a ghost's intention are or not but it's i find it very interesting to look at it like like it is if it is the ghost of a human that it's like, you know, it's a human and treat a human like a human. I don't know. But at the same time, I'm exploiting ghosts. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I'm just talking out of my ass. Um, let, let the ghosts be ghosts. Do, uh, are you ju- are you creeped? Because I have a kind of a creepy story that someone told me. I I'd like you. to hear it. I'd like to okay. hear it. That's what I'm I'm here for. Okay. Now, I don't, now I'm in the zone, but I don't want to. Yeah, like, I almost just did start crying. Well, I don't want to make you cry, but this <laughs> my hairdresser is just a hoot and I love her and her name is Gwen. And I asked her, like most people, have you ever encountered a ghost? And she's like, No, not really. Oh wait. When I was a kid, and this is the story she said, and I recorded it and transcribed it. I've been ghosted too. She said, so one night, my sister wakes up in the middle of the night, and she thinks that she sees me on the side of the bed. Oh, boy. And so it's a, you know, it's a, a little girl next to her bed, her sister's bed. Reaches, the little girl reaches out her hand to to my friend's sister and starts leading her through the house and they're like running at like full volume. There's like antiques and furniture and stuff, not knocking anything over. They're running around the house at night. Mm. So the mom wakes up and she goes down uh, to my friend's sister and she sees them just running through the house in the dark. And my sister, my friend's sister just stopped and she was standing in the living room and the mom is like, Hey, are you okay? And the sister just burst into tears because there was nobody there. She thought it was her, she thought it was her sister, but it wasn't. She was just being guided by no one. So some force had been guiding her around the house, and she managed not to bump into anything or knock anything down. So then, also, a couple... This is creepy and dark and spooky, so strap in. A couple mo- times a month they would hear a pitter-patter of feet running around the attic, and then they would hear some kind of bludgeoning or blunt force, and then something getting dragged across the floor like a body. What is that? That is so... That's, like, really scary and, like, dark. And then they just 
go through their lives. You know what I mean? Like they're just having their regular lives and they're like, oh, there's the pitter patter. Yeah. The mice are back. Like, I don't know. The bludgeoning mice are going to come soon. This Mm. is terrible. (laughs) It's awful. But they didn't know. I asked and she said they didn't know the story. They didn't they didn't know what it was. It just happened like often. But and it was like like clockwork. It was like the same. Yeah. Same thing. Well, that same time certainly speaks to the idea of the soul that's stuck mm-hmm. in yeah. this spot. Some kind of traumatic event that left an imprint on the house. Well, we like to leave on a happy note here at Ghosted by Roz Drasvelez. You've been such a pleasure. This was great. I love it. Maybe I'll have an experience and bring it back in. Please be open to it. Why not? Oh, God. You know, I think that normal, healthy individuals are just often like, that was strange, but whatever. Let's move on. You know, and I am just somebody that likes to just be like... Well, that was a ghost. I just assume. But. Do you believe that they're just around all the time? Um, Well, I went to a psychic one time. I it's a weird thing, but I have four grandmothers and they're all dead. And they're like my fairy godmothers. And they're always with me. And this uh, psychic one time told me that they're always with me and they're always watching. And I was like, they're always watching? She's like, yeah. And I was like, always? And she was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, so (laughs) I don't know. My grandma's been seeing some freaky shit. So um, I probably enjoy it. They're like... (laughs) There she is. Look at her go. Uh, Living uh, life to the fullest. We taught her everything she knows. (laughs) Um, So, Uh. yeah, I think that there are energies around all the time. I can't always, I mean, I'm not a psychic, so I can't, like, pick up on it all the time. But I actually was going to ask you that, too. Do you think that's in the same noticing energies is, is... I don't think it is for me. I think that... I think that people have different levels of that. And, you know, it's like some, why are some psychics like working in storefronts and then some of them have TV shows? Right. This one psychic I used to go to, she had the look. She had the look. Like she was like, let's give this woman a show. She had a ring on every finger. She had like the whole gypsy regalia. Right. She was like at least... 125 years old but she was like $15 an hour so I don't know (laughs) sometimes the look isn't everything Um, so yeah I think that people have different levels of that I don't think that for me it's psychic I just think that it is like an ability to identify when something of the paranormal variety is occurring and probably not all the time there's probably stuff that happens all the time that I don't even notice, but there are times when, you know, like I said, I'll go to a old hotel and then like the water turns on and I'm like, oh, okay, well, you let me know you're here because you know that I'm like, mm. I'm like cool like that. I'm, I, I get you. 
And you think that's definitely a component that they know you're open to it. So that wouldn't be turning on the water. So they're not like, I'm going to scare this person who's not aware. That's like, or maybe that'd be really Or maybe they're a dick. I don't know. I'm, thank God. I haven't really had any like bad, like people being mean to me, uh, ghosts being mean or anything. But uh, yeah, I think that there is an aura or I don't know some something about me that they can pick up on it's like how babies and animals sometimes I had this um person a friend of mine I acted with this person years ago we were friends and we had that energy of like doing scenes together and stuff like that he married this woman and had eventually divorced but at the time it was like they're so in love and all the external things are like, oh, this is so creative and shiny and the, uh, this thing is so wonderful. And I remember she was talking to me and she was saying things that were great and super interesting and her energy left from her back and came around and like came around me and was like, oh, like a deep, dark, like, fuck you energy. What? But yeah. as she was saying... Like, she was talking. It was. It reminded me of when you said aura. See, the more you, more I talk about it, the more I think she's that gonna you come have up. a little bit of this. And I felt her energy that was different from what she was presenting. And it was one of those cosmic uh. things where I was like, oh, like uh, my thing was skewed because I was like, she's so colorful and interesting, and da da da. da. Uh-huh. And the energy was like belying that. Was like, you, no. This is yeah. a cover-up for, like, ugh, like, was vindictive and nasty and dark and ill-intentioned. And I knew they were going to get married, and there was nothing I was going to do. And sure enough, it took 15 years, and that was their road, his road to figure out. But in that moment, I was like, oh, it was my personal knowing to just go, ah, she's not cool. There's nothing I can't explain that i, I yeah. can't say anything but yeah. i knew it was like a little like watch out uh-huh because sometimes i'm like open to people to the point where like people sometimes think i'm i'm either aloof or i'm like way too open and i'll go with them and that was like a little guidance for whatever reason interesting yeah because that is also a difficult situation because you don't want to be like you shouldn't marry him. Your energy just told me not to. Like, Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. I think that you really are like, have some kind of openness that you don't even realize. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe today's the day that unlocked it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what if you became like the new <laughs> Long Island medium? Oh, how great would that be? Well, anyway, we should wrap this up. All right. Thanks um, for having me. Yeah. Tell people where to find you and where to see you and all that stuff. Do you have any plugs or anything? Oh, gosh. Uh, I just did a new, have a new podcast, new website called MaryLynnMaryLynn.com. You can get everything there, tour dates. What's your podcast? It's called Mary Lynn, Mary Lynn. It's just me talking by myself. I love that. <laughs> yep. Okay. Busted out one today. Um, yeah. Whatever topics are pertinent to me in that moment. That's great. I'm definitely going to be listening. Oh, 
Thank you so much for listening. As always, I want to hear your ghost stories. So here's how you can get them to me. Please write a review. Give me five stars first, though, or I'm not reading your story. You got to give me five stars first if you like the show. If you didn't like the show, you wouldn't care about me reading it. So anyway, give me five stars, please, on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, on Himalaya, or anywhere that podcasts are found in any place you could give me a fabulous rating. And I want to read your story on the air in a future episode. Also, if you have had an EVP experience, if you have captured the voice of a ghost, Send it to me at ghostedbyroz at gmail.com. Be sure to tell me a little bit of a backstory and what you think the ghost said, and me and my guests will try to figure out if that's true or not. Please help my childhood dream come true of becoming an Instagram celebrity by following me at Roz. Dresfales on Instagram. I'm also on Twitter. I have a Facebook page. You can find out some live appearances on there as well. I love you all so much. Thank you for listening, both living people and dead people. You mean the world to me. But if I didn't ask you to haunt me, don't haunt me. Okay, bye! (laughs) 